When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Week five is approaching. The Titans are trying to work their way to three and two. We got a lot to talk about this week. Last week's game. Looking forward to next week's game. Let's get right into it. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm joined always by my two counterparts, Jared and Vin. Guys, we've had a whole week to uh, marinate the game, and we're gonna get into uh, you know a little bit back from the Bengals game. We'll touch a little bit on the Colts game, as I mentioned. Uh, but before we start. Guys, before uh, we get into anything today, please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, Thumbs up the show. We've been getting a lot more traction as each week goes on, and we appreciate all of that. So please keep helping us out as best you can, and we'll keep providing you the best content we can. So uh, with that being said, uh, before we get into anything else, let's also have a quick word from our sponsors, DraftKings. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings is not stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweeter offer every game day this October. Get into the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SIXPORTS. New customers can receive $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. That's code SIXPORTS only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. And if you or anyone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Yeah, Jared's teetering on that level right now. You don't want to end up stealing catalytic converters to pay your bookies or to put more money in your DraftKings account. So bet with your head. Don't bet over it. And when you do bet, you should listen to my sick picks because your boy was 3-0 and last week. But we'll talk about that later. Let's dive in. That is, but yes, well, we're gonna dive into that. But you told everybody on the live too, you did have the signs for anytime touchdown score, and yes. we did all bet it, and we did win. Derrick yeah. Henry scoring a touchdown yes. uh, in the Titans game, so that was uh, a plus for the boys. We might have to add a, a Vinny signs in every week. Shout out Jerry Jersey, like, no free shout like out Jersey Jerry, and that's like copyright problem. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to try to do something no. something no. else. I don't think Jersey Jerry's gonna come after us for that. You know, no, absolutely not. But it was nice to have him on the show. We gotta keep that relationship strong with Barstool for sure. Um, so moving on, like I said earlier, let's touch a little bit back on the on the Bengal game we watched last weekend. I was able to do another once over on the game, uh, and there's a few things that I didn't mention on the live that I'll definitely bring up uh, a little later on. But as always, I'll, I'll bring it up to you two, uh, Vin. If you want to start us off, what were some of the uh, after after the few days to marinate? 
Uh, what were some of the big things you took away from the game, and uh, what are you looking for them to sustain moving forward? Um, I mean, I thought it was a great game, top to bottom. I think we came out pissed off from last week. We got embarrassed. We flipped the script this week. We won 27-3. We lost 27-3 against the Browns. Um, my formula that I predicted the Titans would go with came to fruition. A lot of a lot of run game, Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears, and then everything off of that with the play action. Saw some more creativity with Tim Kelly's play calling, which was nice to see. Um, I believe – DeAndre Hopkins should have caught that pass, even though Tannehill threw it a little further. But that was a, a creative play call nonetheless. Uh, I liked it a lot. Defensively, we got after Burrow. I said that as well. Make him uncomfortable. He's not healthy. Our guest last week, Bangles Genius, alluded to that. I said you're going to see a lot of quick passes, a lot of bubble screens, five and ins, five and outs, slants, things like that. And that's what we saw. But our defensive line got after him early and often. Aziz Al-Shahir was all over the field. Um, our defensive line, you know, three sacks, I think, what, seven or eight pressures, a fumble recovery. Um, our defense finally bounced back as well, and I think that had something to do with our offense supporting them. I've said it week in and week out. A defense that gets no support from their offense is like a pitcher who gets no run support from their offense. You can go five, six, seven shutout innings, but eventually if you don't get any run support – um, it's not going to last forever. And finally, we got some support from our offense. We put up 27 points, which was great to see. Uh, our kicker remains perfect on the year, knock on wood. It's always great to see. We never thought we'd say this five weeks into the season. But it was just a great performance top to bottom. But the only thing we need to do is sustain it into this week. And I think the formula is going to be much of the same. It's a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback. It is a division game on the road. But if we can play the way we did last week, this week and going forward, I've said it after the game on the live show, I think we could beat anybody in the league, and we proved it. We've beaten Buffalo. We've beaten KC. We've beaten Cincinnati now. We've beaten the Chargers. We've beaten the top teams in the AFC. Um, so if we play our brand of football. Yes, we always have to hope that Tannehill does more things to win the game than lose the game. But we showed this week that we're capable of going up against anybody um, albeit Burroughs banged up, but guess what? You know, good teams beat teams we're supposed to beat. So we were supposed to beat them last week with a banged up Burrow, and we did just that. Uh, shout out me as well. I was the only one who predicted us uh, to win the game. You two Debbie Downers over there, you Janice, Olivia Sopranos over there, always with the Whoa. negativity. You Why know, did it on purpose? Yeah, yeah, it was the Whoa. reverse mush, whatever you want to call it over there, you know, reverse yeah, yeah. things. You know, it, it worked, though. It worked. So uh, maybe we'll – uh, do it again this week just to see if, uh, you know, it works again. But I'm excited to go to this weekend. Let's make a statement, have our first division game. The whole division's two and two. So even though it's week five, this is a game that might mean something at the end of the year. So I'm done my spiel. I'm proud of this team. I have to eat my words after what I said last week. But that's kind of what being a Titans fan is like. I think Taylor Wan said it on uh, the Boston podcast that uh, it's like being in a abusive relationship, the Titans. You don't want to leave because you always think there's hope, and then there is hope, and then they let you down, and it's just a back-and-forth seesaw that, you know, the highs never last too long, the lows never last too long. You almost wish it would go one way or the other. But this is the life we chose, fellas. So that's all I got to say about that. 
That's all I got to say about that. Shout out uh, so, so, yes, that shout one. out Forrest Gump. Um, listen, you you hit on the defense. I'm not going to touch on that. So I'm going to go right strictly to the offense. Offense showed out 400 yards. They controlled the clock. I think they had 34 uh, minutes to 25, like we were talking about on Sunday after the game. And the running game opened up lanes. We had 173 yards, I believe, on the ground. So the running game starts up front with the offensive line. The offensive line had a great game. Altogether, our boy Dillard, zero sacks, zero pressures. I don't know if it was, you know, he had a lot of help with the tight ends or anything, but he kind of held his own for the most part. The big the big thing coming into the, the weeks coming up now, we have the problem, like we said, MPF comes back. Chris Hubbard let up a pressure. That was it this week. And he's been nearly perfect all season. What are we going to do with this offensive line coming coming into the season? Like you said, we, we, we have a great problem to have, but are we going to mess this – uh, cohesiveness up with the offensive line. Now the MPF's back. Scaranzi is going to be back now because we wanted the offensive line to gel. And right now it looks like they're gelling after this game. I'm not going to say, you know, sacks could happen. But uh, obviously I think the offensive line did a really good job. You guys think the offensive line did well, uh, a really good job. But where are we going to be plugging these guys in coming um, coming back with MPF going going down for the future? Well, yeah, obviously Scaronzi is going to go right back to where he was. But outside of that, I think they got to just let it ride. I, I, I think NPS. You're riding with Dillard? Yeah, until they give you – I mean, I, I'm sure he'll give him a reason to not. I, I, I don't think Dillard is good at all. I think he just had a – this was just a – whatchamacallit, an anomaly. Um, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But the bottom line is outside of Scaronzi coming back, I think you leave everything the way it is. And then, you know, you plug in NPF as a depth guy, if there's someone that needs to take a break, whatever. And then when they're, when the time, not if, but when the time comes where there's going to be an injury, then you could put him somewhere where he's needed. So I don't think you should touch anything that's not broken right now, but we've seen it broken a bazillion times. So like I said, it's not if, it's when. Eventually something's going to go wrong again and NPF's going to be put right into wherever that needs to be and he'll get his chances. And then we'll see if he's the real deal or not. Um, because he kind of had a 50-50-ish you know, rookie year. So um, with all that being said, yeah, like I said, I, I rewatched the game again, or at least, you know, about the half-hour condensed version. Um, and just to, you know, reinstate what I said a little bit as far as Ryan Tannehill's performance, again, very content, very happy with it. But something that I really can't stress enough, and I, and I just want all Titan fans to just be cautious of this, is that, again, even though we know he's capable of doing what he did, the only way you see it is if the run game gets going. And this Sunday was a perfect example. And the blocking of the offensive line. That's why I brought yes. up the offensive line, man. Yes, yeah. the offensive line is a huge key to this. Yeah, and then that helped. But history doesn't lie. And every good Ryan Tannehill performance is always on the back of an excellent running day. Running day. So, um, you know, you just have to be content with the fact that if you want your best version of Ryan Tannehill, you better bet your ass you get that offensive line ready to go, and you better make sure the run game gets going. Um, you know, between uh, uh, Spears and Henry, so you know. Man, but listen, kind of- that run game—I mean, that that you know, our offensive line had looked. You know, it's another frustrating part of the team. It seems like it's up and down every week, but it seems like this week we played a little better. And now we have two starters returning. So we could go from being, you know, one of the bottom units to, you know, hopefully one of the middle tier units in the league. And then maybe hopefully by the end of the year, when we figured out who our starting five are, that we could be hopefully, you know, one of the better units in the league. But I mean, with Skaronsky and Dillier, I mean, I'm sorry, Skaronsky and MPF coming back, it seems like all of a sudden we have 
maybe I don't want to jinx it because last time I said that we got killed by the Browns, a little depth on the offensive line. Um, so we'll see. It's a good problem to have. I love uh, Dylan Redunes. I don't know how we're saying his name, Redunes, Redunes, but he's Whatever been at this point. Yeah, I yes. know. I mean, maybe we can get him on the set on the show, Sal. He's your buddy. He could tell us how it's pronounced. Um, but <laughs> he loves saying know, that. I mean, uh, well, he is. He's your homie, you know. Yeah, um, I guess I'm one of yeah. the I'm one of the 65 people he follows on Twitter. So yeah, so you should be honored. Anyways, um, I was very happy with the way our offensive line played, and of course, we need, um, you know, we need our line to play top tier, considering we have an aging quarterback who's inconsistent. Um, but Sal, like you alluded to, that run game, uh, everything we go as the run game goes, you know, and I think we all know that. And sometimes it can be boring, um, but we also we just have to be excited about the fact that Henry showed the player that he still is last week, and that Tajay Spears is going to end up being hopefully in the next few years one of the backs in football because she he has shown every sign that he is capable of of being just that. You know, I have well, like- him in. Three fantasy leagues now as well. He's getting eight to 10, 12 touches a game. So you'll love to see it. Like you said, like when we're all sitting down in the uh, at my house um, on Sunday, he is the general. No, Derrick Henry is the generational back that nobody has in the NFL. You know, it comes around every so often. So we have to keep him, you know, there, obviously. But the future back and the NFL back today prototype is Tajay Spears. He can catch out of the backfield. He can run. He's elusive. He, you know, he picks up uh, blitzes. You know, he, he's an, a, thir- a three-down back in the NFL. So once the Kings' reign is over, Tajay Spears is going to slip right in like we like we always needed. You know, Dar- Darrington Evans and, and Bishop Shanky and, and all these guys to be. So finally, it's I'm happy we have that. But another thing is, guys, um, you know. Chris Moore is averaging 33 yards per catch. You know, he's doing great. NWI, shout out NWI. I mean, buy me a jersey, somebody, please, of NWI. Uh, and and uh, Hopkins, they're all they're all great guys. But where's Chig, man? Another week has gone by, another three catches, another 29 yards. We have to get him more involved in, in the offense, be more exotic a little bit. I, I mean, I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, three targets is not enough for me from an, from an NFL uh, – what do you have, the tight most uh, tight end receiving yards – uh, per average by a rookie last year. Where is that? We need more of that, especially now with Hopkins there. It's supposed to free him up a little bit in the middle of the field, no? But about time, your boy Josh Wiley showed oh, up. Forget, yeah. he, he caught a, he caught a pass. Josh Wiley, man. Big athletic yeah, he dude. He caught a couple you know? passes. Maybe, oh maybe, maybe we start to see the emergence of him. But I, I, We'll I, see. I feel, I feel your frustration. There was a lot of hype on Chig this year. And who knows if it's a lack of – you know, design plays to get him the ball. I feel like last year we did more of that with bubble screens, with end arounds. We haven't seen that really. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a target monster. I think he's up to almost 30 targets through four weeks. So he's seeing seven to eight targets a game on average. Shammy, maybe you can get an official number on that. I know it's approaching 30. Um, so there's there's some mouths to feed all of a sudden on the Titans offense. And shout out your boy NWI. Sal had a great 30, 31 targets. Yeah, so you can't and you can't spell win without NWI. I love. I'm I'm mad that we didn't think of that earlier. But he's uh as much as we wanted to talk bad about him in the off season and you know in general, the kid has showed up and you know legit W WR two maybe. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not going to go. He I stays like on the Moore. field more than Traylon Burks. I'll tell you that much. Oh man, I, you got. I don't. Listen, he's right. He's right. I see no lies there. 
Yeah. So, you know, speaking right. speaking of being of wide receivers being on the field, um, Kyle Phillips returns to practice this week. He's he's designated for return. So maybe we get him back and plug him into the offense because what what do you have eight receptions or eight catches against the Giants and then fell off the face of the earth for a year and a half after that. We get know, MPF you, back this week. So you can't be calling for signs Kyle, are pointing up a little bit. You can't be calling for Kyle Phillips number or like you know especially when what he's early. got. Especially when Mason Kinsey had his best game as a pro. I mean, he <laughs> gets cut off. He was probably averaging 10, 12 yards a return, man. Now we put the, we, 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 uh, cut the kid. Did we sign I think, him? I, I think he came to back to practice, practice squad. Yeah, I think so. I can't, I just can't believe Ryan Tannehill. in the Titans ring of honor. Ryan Tannehill, one of his biggest supporters, is already out on a, not even a year and a half rookie wide receiver. I, I just can't believe it. I, but, you know, listen, I digress. It is what it is. Hopefully, we need Burks. I hate to break it to both of you, but we need him. Hopefully, uh, obviously, we need him, but yep. he has failed to know. stay on the field yes. consistently the last since we drafted him, and he's had some drop issues. You know? With DeAndre Hopkins in the offense, you would yeah. think someone's going to be open, someone's getting doubled. Take advantage of that opportunity. I'm telling you right now, because if 11, previous 11, was on this team, with this, he'd be taking over games right now when he's on the field. So, no, Traylon Burks, make me eat my words Ryan and take over a game. on his ass, no, even with A.J. Brown out there. A.J. Brown had 10 touchdowns and, and 1,100 yards or, or whatever with, with Ryan Tannehill a couple years ago. I, I get know. it that Ryan Tannehill is better line. I get it, but you know what? Still sling it. Listen, you gave Ryan Tannehill 40 50 games. 40 50 games. 40%. And, and Traylon Burks gets what? 10 games and you're out on him already? Come on. That's all right. Gotta get, Trailer, when, I'm, thir- when I'm 35% healthy. with Corey Davis 2.0. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, we could do one of those by the free frame. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I would take Corey Davis back in a freaking heartbeat out of retirement. Oh, I would too. Point. I vouched for him before we got the Andre. Speaking of 35%, what, what are we at now, Jared, with your boy? Did you I told say you, that? I sat on, I, I sat on a cast 40. live and I just gave you a 40. 40. 40. Okay. I don't it'll know. Notch it, it'll notch back up to 50. It's if it's a convincing win the next two weeks. We'll see. Okay. The next two weeks? Or yeah, next, week? I, I, next week. Let's focus on the Colts right now. But two weeks into the bye, if we're at four and two. Yeah, because we're not winning in London. I'm just, we, it's impossible. That's why I called you Livia. That's why I called you Jack. Guess what? They keep winning. The more I do it, let them do move. it. Keep the mushroom so over there. Well, no, over there. Keep the mushroom over there. I have a pr- everything I say, everything I do has a purpose. Okay. Oh, I know yeah. what I'm saying. I Real. know what I'm doing. That's why 95, 95% of my Titans' opinions are correct. Okay. There's a reason for that. So, uh, with all that being said, I want to say one thing as well, too. And nobody's open your windows. Up. I don't think your head can fit in the room. Yeah. No, I got a pretty big, <laughs> my ceiling's pretty high. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one thing I want to say, nobody's brought this up. Obviously, I can understand why some people aren't going to want it, but how about we let Malik Willis get a snap or two? Mix things up, you know, get catch defenses off guard. There's what nothing wrong with it. Now? Three quarterback system or something? No, well, obviously, Levis is just there for to hold a clipboard right now. I get it. I'm content with that. It is what it is. But Malik's the backup. Put him in. I mean, other teams that have athletic QBs like him. They, they switch it up sometimes. You see, what's his name? Even though I can't stand the fucking kid, but Taysom Hill, they put him in there with wildcat shit for the same. 
use them. They did it last year. And he obviously he, did, he had some fumble issues, but he's a year into the into the NFL. He's had a you know a hundred practices. I think he can hold the snap now. Put him in there, Wildcat. You know, make him roll out. Oh, he's gonna run, and then he throws it. And then we keep Tannehill in there too. Put him out wide like his Texas A and M days, and we can get real creative in here. Oh yeah, let's get creative. You know what? Yeah. That would have probably wanted Malik Willis under center where Derrick Henry threw the touchdown pass to Joshua. Yeah. That wouldn't that would have been sick. Which by the I, way, if we're all I ask, if you're gonna have Tano out there, make sure you have him run a route to the middle of the field. Make sure he's in the middle of the field when he runs that route. Just kidding, guys. I, I want to I want a back I want a back shoulder. Yeah, I want a back shoulder. If you look at some of his tape when he was a receiver, he was pretty solid. Yeah. You know. Uh, I think if he was pretty solid, he'd still be a receiver, but that's besides the point. Um I we we got him as a quarterback now, so let's let's ho- let's hope we get the best of that. Um, but yeah, throw Malik in there for a little, little this, a little that. See what you can do. But um, moving on to this Colts game, just to do guys, a little. Quick- guys, wait, wait, wait! Before we go to the Colts game, I got I got a little something for you. Hold on one second, okay? No, oh, all right. He's got a he's got a Tannehill fucking mask. Halloween, he's wearing. Maybe you got an NWI jersey. Maybe. We're going to do a little something here today, guys. Oh my okay. Gosh. We're going to do a little new segment. Okay. It's called the nice. Stat Genius. We had the Bengal Genius on last week. So, going on to the Colts game this week, I'm going to bring stats involved into this, uh, into this podcast. So, go ahead. Sammy's probably going to clip it all and everything. Since 2018, Titans versus Colts under Mike Vrabel, we are six and four. Five straight wins in five of those games, our offense is averaging 29.4 yards. I mean, points per game. Defense is letting up on an average of 20 points per game. Henry has an average of 120 yards in the last five games. And Tannehill, yes, Tannehill, take another sip. You might have to, you might have to chug this because you're not going to want to hear this. So, Tannehill, in seven starts as a Titans quarterback versus the Colts, has a passer rating of 100.3.6, 183 yards per game, and average of 1.7 touchdowns with throwing an interception 0.5% of the time. In those three games, in the last three games against the Colts, Tannehill has sacked three times. I'm sorry, did you say oh, averaging oh, no, no, 1.7 no. touchdowns a game? Yes, that's about a two whole touchdowns 1.7? Yes, yes. Oh, my yep. God. We have a five-game win streak with Tannehill at the quarterback. And, oh, I'm sorry, the last three games he's been sacked eight times. I said three times he was sacked. So, last three games he was sacked eight times. Okay, stat so genius. A little stat, little stat genius over here. I got another stat. Do me a favor because I already know the answer. Take your little stat genius computer, and I want you to look up what Derrick Henry's fucking last five games against the Colts have looked like. I'll tell you. You don't I just, have to I said he's averaged like 120 yards. Yes. 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 So again, average of my the last point. five is 120. He owns them. Derek yeah, he owns Henry them, but owns them. Tannehill is only good when he has a premier rushing game at his disposal. So I'll take my little stat genius stuff off now. All right, you can. All we'll, right, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see you next week against. Uh, that was good. The, uh, I like that. What, what's your what's the, what's your what's your persona? What's your name? Your ego when you go into that mode? You have a that name? genius. That genius. You kind of look like yeah, we have Bengal genius. He just flew off the tongue right there. Stat yeah, genius. I don't know. You kind of look like Where's Waldo? You also kind of looked like yeah. you know. You, you, you look sold. like the guy from Pee Wee Herman. The uh, the uh, what was the guy who read the fortune? The fortune teller from Pee Wee Herman. Who had the, I, I, I knew the I knew you guys on. would get a kick out of something. I had to bring light. We had a great we had a great time on. Sunday. I don't know. You kind of look like you. You kind of look like you, you, you look like you graduated high school, but you still sell weed to kids in high yeah. school. 
uh, you know, I couldn't really figure that out. You're lucky. I was telling, I was asking my wife if she can get the uh, her her uh, college, you know, cap. I would I would have wore that with the glasses and everything. So that would have been better. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what that that was. That was that a kufi like a Muslim kufi there? Or was that this? A, was that? I know we're getting a little off topic, but this right here. Oh, is you that guys, uh, No, it's close. But um, my kids were spanking an alfalfa last year for Halloween. So this is the spanky oh. hat, and. That's what Hasbula wears. Yes, and my kids, one of my kids is going to be Squints this year for Halloween. So this is my glasses. Shout out Jared's kids, Logan and Luke. Uh, And he has another one, but he's still an infant. Logan and Luke kept us on our toes when they got home. We had some some Nerf Wars. We're going to have to take a poll who they like more, Uncle Vinny or Uncle (laughs) Cal. Yeah. I think right now you probably win that. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the Colt game. Um, you know, just to touch on a little bit, we're going to do our, our full preview in a couple of days. But uh, Jared, start us off. I'm sh- I, I think I know the answer already. But you know, what what are some some small keys to victory going into this Week Five matchup? Biggest key to victory right now is um, getting Anthony Richardson controlled into the pocket. Obviously, Mike Vrabel has a good track record. I would say not great. A good track record of mobile quarterbacks. I've seen a stat floating around somewhere. But um, if we contain him in the pocket, force him to throw, I don't think their receivers are beating us. The only person that could possi- possibly beat us is Mo Ali Cox. And then uh, who's that a young tight end, the rookie tight end from uh, Virginia Tech or Virginia? Ben, well, they got Michael Pittman too. Let's not forget. Yeah, but I, I don't. I, I, like I said, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about him. That's the only one we got to worry about. If we lock him down, double him, I think our corners and our safeties are going to be uh, all right with that. Um, and then who do they have a running back? They don't have Jonathan Taylor. You know, he's not. He's not going to be uh, back this week. No, so. he might. He oh, might. Be. No, no, no. And you know what? We 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 own him too. So I'm going to put that on record. We own him too. You you screamed on, on the uh, on the Anvil podcast about the sick podcast with the Colts. We own him. We do own him. He's averaging like 50 yards a game against us, and he's not going to come in. Uh, you don't have to knock on wood on nothing. He's not going to come in and have 120 yards and, and two touchdowns against the Titans cold off the bench because we have one of the best running defenses in the league. I think we're going on, what, eight games or 11 games that no one has ran over 100 yards on us. So it's all full confidence on that. If we just pressure the hell out of this guy, it's a rookie quarterback. I think we have no problem beating the Colts two times this year. Yeah, and I, I think Jonathan Taylor's all in at this point. I don't see him coming back. I think he's kind of, you know, I, I at this point he'd look, you know, pretty foolish if he decided to come back. I think he is, uh, you know, sitting this one out. We'll see, though. I'm not worried about him either way. He's not going to come in after four weeks of not playing and, you know, you know, blow the doors off. So not worried about that. But I agree with what you said, Jared. I think we need to contain him. We can't let him get outside the pocket. He is athletic. He's big. He can run. Um, I think he has four rushing touchdowns already this season. So we got to contain him, keep him inside the pocket. We got to get in his face early and often, let him feel us. Um, but um, I think we should win. Listen, it's a close game. Um, but every time I feel like I say that, we end up losing. But we have we seem to have have their number the last few years. Um, it's a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach. I just fail to believe that. Mike Vrabel is going to lose to that, even though it's on the road. It seems like we, you know, we got things going last week, and hopefully that Browns game was just a fluke. You know what I mean? Where it, it was really bad. Um, and hopefully we're over that, and we'll see more of what we saw last week against the Bengals as opposed to what we saw against the Browns. Um, but I'm not all that worried. Their defense doesn't scare me, really. I mean, I don't know who they even really have 
Shaq Leonard. I don't even know if that's his name anymore. Um, I, I don't really know even know who else they have, really, to be honest with you. No Forrest one. Buckner. Buckner. Okay, they have, they have DeForest Buckner. I mean, I'm you know he's he's a great player. I think he might be a little long in the tooth as well. Um, his best days might be behind him, but I'm not really worried about their defense at all. If we can put up over 20 points, I think um, you know our defense could can you know do the do the rest, and I think we'll win this game. Yeah. Speaking right. of speaking of winning that game, I know before shout, Vinny's yeah, not going to yeah. be with us on on Thursday, so uh, you're saying we're going to win this game. Uh, do you want to save your prediction for Thursday? You want us to read it? Do you want to read it to everybody right now? Do you no. have a prediction? Yeah, I'm going to say my prediction is 24 to 14. I think um, <clears throat> we uh, see a lot of the same formula we saw last week, a lot of the run game, a lot of Henry, a lot of Spears, everything off of that play action. Hopefully we see more creativity. And I think our defense is going to, you know, stay hot and ride the momentum. And like I said, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, <clears throat> pretty solid so far um but i think we handle them i think we beat them and we do it by double digits so again that is titans 24 um colts 14 i will let you guys do my sick picks for me though on thursday because i'm still looking at the board not sure i did go three and last week again but um, shout, out you. shout out me no free shout outs um but yeah, that's, I think we'll beat them. We'll do it by double digits. But you never know with this team. Like I said, it's a roller coaster. And, you know, like, give it to us, Sal. Just when I thought I was out. Yeah. They pull me back in. Back in. Exactly. You know? So hopefully they don't push us back out this week and then pull us back in the following week. Hopefully, you know, they can um, continue doing what they did last week. And if we do that, I think we'll win this week and hopefully weeks to come. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've been pretty good about stopping the run. That's going to be the key to this game. If you force Richardson to throw, you know, because he's young, because he's a rookie, that's going to be your best chance of making mistakes, getting the turnovers. So stopping the run, forcing him to roll out, him to throw across his body, do things of that nature, win the turnover battle, keep the offense creative, um, you know, keep the play action going. We picked it up, the play action last week. Thank fucking God. Continue to do that as long as Henry continues to run with a passion like he did last week. We're going to be all right. This defense, when amped up, when when supported, they can do it. They got enough talent. When the secondary's got some pressure, they can contain receivers. You know, And that, that goes without saying, but a little bit more for this team as well because we still have a lot of youth in our secondary. So um, I'm excited. It's the first division game of the year. Uh, rival. Um, and it's our first look at a guy we're going to be looking at for a long, probably a very long time. So, um, you know, that, that's the bottom line. So let's, uh, let's roll out for the, for the night. Um, like I said earlier, guys, make sure you like comment and subscribe. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to that thousand mark and, uh, you know, any, any help we get, we appreciate greatly. And that's why we're going to continue to put out, you know, the best content we can. So, um, anything you guys want to, want to shout out before we, uh, close out for the night? Not just uh, Thursday. Thursday, hopefully, we got the uh, the rival show against Anvil. Another uh, sick podcast they do with the the Colts. So hopefully, uh, me and Sal can go toe to toe and hold it down while Vinny's out and uh, show the chumps over there that yeah, uh, I, we're still I, the best in the AFC South. That guy was yeah. talking mad shit about Jonathan Taylor, and the guy ain't even fucking doesn't even want to fucking play for the team anymore. Isn't that hysterical? I mean, I, I'm it is confirmed. Right. So we're gonna I'm go head to head against the Colts on Thursday night. So you're not gonna want to miss uh, me and Sal. Off the top rope. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm like, a little upset. Like, like, like the Hardy, like the Hardy Boys and uh, and Dougie. um, 
Bob, yeah, the Douglas. Get the tables. Get the tables. I'm a little upset I won't Get be there. The I'll tables. be uh, I'll be on a catamaran boat in Key West, you know. Oh, poor you. I know. Oh, I least, know. Can we, get, can we get like a face? Oh, no, actually, not a FaceTime. If you if you are, just just take a picture, send it to us, and then we'll just put it on. on yeah. On the, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm definitely going to have look at, look at how Vinny. Look at, look at how Vinny is, and look who we are. Right now, yeah. in, in I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have the turkey meat out all weekend because it's a it's a wedding on the beach. I might not even wear a shirt to be honest with you, you know. Yeah. So you got you got to take I'm a sure, picture. I'm sure of that like this, and then there'll be a banner that says Tannehill rocks. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't come back at me this week, you know. So yeah, but yeah, I uh, I know you guys will hold it down for me. I think. Um, you know, you two are, are plenty, although I am upset that I won't be there. But um, if you need to get me in last minute, FaceTime me, maybe I'm always down to, um, you know, talk shit to a fan base that has done nothing but fumble, you know, at the quarterback position since they lost Peyton Manning. Luck, they ruined him. Tried to replace him with Rivers, Wentz, Ryan. And they have a dysfunctional franchise. It all starts at the top. And, um, you know, listen, I'm not going to talk too bad about anybody, but – Anyways, that's all I got to say. All right, folks. Well, like I said, uh, hope everyone has a great night, great day, great week. Uh, we'll catch you on the flip. And as always, tighten up. Sammy, send me out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 